Welcome to The Art of Intimate Marriage with Dr. Jennifer Conzin. Sensitive yet frank advice for enjoying every benefit of one of God's most fundamental gifts. Dr. Conzin is a licensed marriage and family counselor, sex therapist, as well as an adjunct professor, award-winning researcher, author, and speaker. With today's conversation on the biblical approach to fulfilling intimacy in marriage, here's Jennifer. Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Jennifer Conson with The Art of Intimate Marriage. And these last two broadcasts, if you've been listening, were on what your wife needs, part one, and what your husband needs, part one. And so we're going to do a part two on both of those. And so to begin with, let me just review. We're going to talk some more. Today is part two on what your wife needs. So husbands, hope you're listening. Wives, I'm sure you're recording this so that he'll listen. (laughs) I'm sure that happens. You can also listen to the previous recordings on my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage, and the podcasts are found there. So husbands, what does your wife need? Well, we talked about learning her, really knowing her, being considerate and understanding her. So learn her was the first thing we talked about. Then we talked about talk to her, not only as in have conversations where you're listening, but also making sure you're sharing and you're you're speaking about your own feelings and experiences. Just a huge one for women. And then we talked about romancing her and we talked about romance and what that would look like. And we talked about how important it is to resolve conflict that for women in order to engage sexually, resolving conflict is uh, just a, a big piece. So just a reminder, what do all of these things have to do with the sexual relationship? Well, really knowing your wife, not just her body and what turns her on, but knowing what's going on in her entire life makes a huge difference in how she feels about sexuality for most women. And that, yes, talking talking makes a big difference in how women then feel as far as emotionally close. So that then when you engage, this is the touch her soul before you touch her body piece. Uh, engage emotionally so that then when you're engaging physically, It has a whole other level of meaning and closeness and specialness. And then, yes, uh, most women feel that what helps their sex life is when they're having special times where a husband is thoughtful and thinking and planning things. Um, And then when sex happens, there's that, again, that feeling of closeness and connection and specialness. And definitely when conflict is not resolved, it can make sexuality very difficult for many, men and women, but especially for women. So that's what we covered in the previous broadcast. Today, we're going to dive into some other aspects of that. And what does your wife need, husbands? Well, one of the things to pay attention to is how to make sex work for her. You know, for many women, it's vital that the time together sexually is private. Well, how do you make that happen? You might be in a home where there are other people living in that home. Maybe your children, maybe you have in-laws or your own parents living there or roommates or something of that kind. And privacy can be difficult. Or if you have small children, do you have a lock on your door or have you taught them that they aren't to come in the door without knocking. So 
privacy can be huge. It is not uncommon where both the husband and the wife have a difficult time really enjoying themselves sexually if they feel like their children can see and hear and things like that. But it can be even more significant for women. So do you so consider her in this way. Make it work for her. Do you need to put a lock on the door? Um, do you need to make sure that ahead of time you're planning and thinking about when you're going to have sex? Does she know so that she can that she can mentally plan. So this is another part of how to make sex work for her is for some women, some, if they know ahead of time what you're wanting, it helps. And so that last minute, hey, honey, do you want to, might not always work. Uh, My very first marital um, retreat after we were married, the couple that got up and taught the wife talked about how they'd be they'd be in bed at night and all of a sudden the hand would come across <laughs> and i remember like what is she talking about of course i was newly married at the time and you know that often what couples what women will say is that you know we'll be i'll be all settled in ready to fall asleep and then he'll initiate and because i wasn't anticipating it it was hard to get myself there emotionally physically mentally and so for some women you may need to let them know ahead of time hey i'd like to and it helps her prepare her mind to be giving and to be involved so that she's not just a body but that she's genuinely involved now there are some women that when they know ahead of time it actually creates anxiety and that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing to work through But a lot of times she wants you to tell her so she can prepare herself. And also when you let each other know, hey, let's, and it's earlier in the day, then sometimes it helps people build up their anticipation and their own desire, thinking about the physical enjoyment. If things are going well, then it it builds up anticipation. So allow her to prepare herself mentally, allow herself to enjoy that time together by, by knowing ahead of time. And then also one of the important ways to make sex work for her is to make sure that the the atmosphere of your room is enjoyable. So if you're doing the hand coming across the bed in the dark and there's there's no atmosphere that can make a difference. So make make sex work for her. Light the candles. You know, put on something that smells good. Uh really make sure that the temperature of the room works. For some people, it's hard to relax when it's cold. If the room is cool, what can you do to change that? If the room is too warm, what can you do to change that? Do you need to put on music? Do you need to, you know, for some men, if you work in certain kinds of labor, your hands might be rough. And so you might need to utilize oils and lotions to make your touch work for her. So really consider, how can I make sex work for my wife? How can I make the atmosphere enjoyable? You, husbands, maybe you can go out and purchase some satin sheets just to make the feel of what of what of your bed even more enjoyable where you put them on the bed just for special nights. So you may need to go spend some money and and buy them if you think your wife would like that. Um in the previous broadcast on what does your husband need, one of the things I mentioned to to the women listening was that go spend some money. Well, husbands, maybe you need to go spend some money in order to make the atmosphere work for your wife. Because for most women, atmosphere is quite important. Maybe not every time, but 
probably a good chunk of the time and at least on specific times. So consider, how can you make sex work for your wife? Instead of feeling like she doesn't like to have sex because of all of these X, Y, and Z issues, well, then go ahead and spend some time figuring out how to make those issues work for her. And then this ties into the next point today, which is make sex fun for her. Okay, how to go about that? Um, Many men share with me that they feel like their wife doesn't enjoy sex. And so that's a conversation to sit down and have is what does she like? You may need to get some professional help or you may need to read my book, The Art of Intimate Marriage, to find out what she likes. But making it fun for her is vital. And for most women talking beforehand, having some kind of emotional connection, which I did mention in the last broadcast is key. So talk with her first and then talk some more. (laughs) And then do something playful. Um, A good chunk of the time, fun sexually makes a difference to how the whole time goes. So there are some really enjoyable helps out there for that. You can buy sexual board games. There's actually a website called Covenant Spice that sells some of these board games. And they're board games that would be appropriate for someone with Christian beliefs. And so go check that out, Covenant Spice. They don't even know I'm mentioning them. <laughs> so this is not an advertisement. It's just a suggestion to go on their their website and see what you find there. Um, they It's a nice website because it doesn't have any pictures that might be concerning products to buy. You can also play just regular board games in bed, partially naked, you know, uh, or fully clothed in the, just the fact that you're in your room eating yummy food and drinking something you enjoy and you play Pictionary or you play Monopoly or you play strip poker. You, yes, mm-hmm, you are married. Maybe you played strip poker when you weren't married with people and you have negative memories of it. Well, now you can play it for real. You can play, I always tell people, play rummy, and every time you win the hand, you get to tell your spouse what they have to do for you, or tell them something, uh, they have to remove a piece of clothing, and then they have to do something nice for you sexually. So make up your own game, make up your own sexual rules, or just play it naked. You know, doing sexual favors each time someone mends a hand can make that game much more exciting. Uh, Well, maybe except if someone's losing all the hands. Ah, so play card games, play dice. There's dice games out there that you can play in bed. Have some yummy food next to it. Make it fun. You know, pull out the the strawberries and the, the champagne and enjoy that together. I, I have literally told, had couples uh, who have come to see me professionally. I'm like, have a pillow fight in your room. Bring in water guns and squirt each other. You know, there's just no end to being goofy and being fun in your bedroom. And... They're actually, let me tell you some products out there. They've got glow-in-the-dark finger paints. Turn off the lights and finger paint each other. Just have some fun doing something super different. Um, I tell people, I just go to the grocery store, buy some whipped cream, and then you take turns squirting yourself and saying, lick me there. There's no end to the different types of things that you can creatively do to have fun in bed. Turn on the music and dance fully clothed and slowly strip off your clothes and dance naked. You know, ask her what kind of music she likes and put it on and then wear lingerie together and put on those good smelling candles and dance. So make sex fun for her. Find different creative ways to enjoy that time together. What else does she need? 
Well, one of the the primary things that women will express is they need sensual touch. And there is a whole podcast on sensual touch. If you want to go back to my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage, you'll find it there. In general, women will say they need that kind of caressing touch, and then they need it some more. So ask yourself, husbands, how is your overall affectionate touch in your marriage. So this is outside of the bedroom. Are you touching throughout the day? Are you giving your wife warm affection and touch that's just not connected sexually? One of, yes, one of the most common things that women will share is that, you know, the only time he touches me is when he wants to have sex. Well, because she has that thought in her mind, even if it's not true, which is quite possible, she starts interpreting all of your affectionate touch to mean, oh, I know he's going to want some. Now, that's her thing to work through, right? But what's important to examine is, do you only touch her when you're sexually aroused or sexually wanting something? Because then affectionate touch can become highly problematic. When I'm working with couples, one of the things that I actually sometimes have them do or that they decide to do is go is have a sexual vacation, which means they don't engage in any kind of sex, any kind of intercourse or orgasm, any kind of genital touch for a certain period of time in order to work on their affectionate and sensual touch. Why in the world would anybody do that? Well, because sometimes it's difficult to really renew the specialness of all the different areas of affectionate and sensual touch when it's connected deeply for someone with, well, this means we're going to have sex. And so for some women, in order for them to re-engage in enjoyment of affectionate and sensual touch, they need to spend a certain length of time in weeks or months where there is no sex going on and they're able to come back to enjoying affectionate and sensual touch. And then the husband starts to learn the importance of touching when he's not just wanting to have sex. So that's just vital. I'm going to come back to this topic on caressing and touch and sensual touch, but I want to take a moment just to explain what you're listening to if this is the first time. <laughs> this is probably a bit of a, um, a shock if you're listening to this for the first time, but there are lots of different pieces to go back and listen to. Uh, you can go to my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage, and all the previous broadcasts are recorded there. You can listen to What Does the Bible Teach About Sex? Just recently, we did one on the Song of Solomon, which a lot of what I'm covering today would fall under the specifics that come out of Song of Solomon. And so you can find all those broadcasts on my website. You can also find a link to the book, The Art of Intimate Marriage. You can also find that on Amazon. We do have two other things that have come out recently. You can buy the communication cards that I give to couples that come in and see me. They're called the Intimate Marriage Cards. They're five decks. It's a great steal. Go get those. You can get them on Amazon. Um, You can find that link also on my website. And then we have a new book out that we've done several broadcasts over the last few months on called Redeemed Sexuality, which is for single 
singles, campus teens, and parents. So everybody who's not married, what do they do with their sexuality? So you can find all of those on the website, and also the website has a bunch, a uh, bunch of other resources, and it's got a blog and all kinds of information. You can also, as you're listening, you might have a bunch of questions. You can send me those questions. People do, and so I do incorporate them into the broadcasts here. Sometimes I read them word for word and other times I just share the answers. And so you can send those to me at jenniferconzen at yahoo.com. So my email address, jenniferconzen, my name at yahoo.com. Also, just to let you know, this is a listener supported ministry. So go ahead and you can go onto the website, The Art of Intimate Marriage, and you can find a link there to support the ministry. If you would like to support it so that we can stay on the air, that we can stay on, uh, we can go on to in other areas, go ahead support us that way. Okay, so let's get back to what does your wife need? So returning to the area of touch, um, a lot of times the kinds of touches that couples engage in aren't, haven't been explored yet. Again, I, um, you can listen to a previous broadcast on sensual touch and affectionate touch off of my website. So, But it is vital that couples you know, have some good conversations about what they like and don't like. So that might mean, are you exploring preferences for how to cuddle, how to hug, how to hold each other when maybe you're watching a show together, you know, uh, when you're at a park together, when you're lying in bed together, how is the cuddling, holding and caressing happening there? If you've if you've ever watched uh, Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage by Gungor, he does this hilarious section in one of his videos where he talks about the husband, where he, he reaches over, it's nighttime, it's dark in their room, and he caresses his wife, and he gives her a massage up and down her body, and then he covers, and he's got this thick accent, and he's, he covers her with the blanket, and then they go to sleep. And he says, brothers, you might be thinking, oh my goodness, in other words, he touches her and caresses her and, and they don't have sex and it goes to sleep and he says brothers you might be thinking I'll go blind you know if I do that for my wife and he says brothers you won't go blind you know man you might be shocked what happens to your sexual relationship if you start caressing and touching your wife and going to sleep and not pursuing something sexually why there's something about that that says to a woman I'm wanted for who I'm I am. I'm loved for who I am. I'm not. It, there's some for many, many women. Sex becomes more about feeling like an object. And so how can you change that pattern in your marriage? Well, you might want to start giving to her in touch and caress without pursuing actually going to orgasm or intercourse. So a thought you won't go blind, but you might want to try it out. So Think about it. How are you doing on cuddling and caressing? When's the last time you used some oils or lotions and gave her a really great body massage? If you're not, it maybe she doesn't like it because it's you don't do it in a way she likes it. Well, you might need to let her instruct you on how to give a great massage and then pull that blanket up and slender off to sleep with a kiss, right? And then when you do have sex, make sure if, if you want to really help her enjoy sex more, make sure you're taking plenty of time to touch her entire body. I can't tell you the number of couples that come into my office and I ask questions about, you know, they're having problems with her enjoying sex, with her reaching orgasm, they're feeling disconnected in their relationship. And so then I ask about, 
when they do have sex, what happens? And pretty much without fail, it's, well, you know, he goes right to the genitals and he enters and we have intercourse and we're done. And I'm like, ah, well, that could be why you're not really enjoying sex. So are you taking plenty of time to touch your wife and really bring her whole body to enjoyment so that she can engage in sexual sexuality fully. And then uh, you can actually, if you do get my book, The Art of Intimate Marriage, there's some exercises in the, those chapters on sensual and sexual touch. And you can find out what she likes. Maybe she hasn't really told you or, or maybe when she has, it's been, an, it's been some difficult conversations. So just some input, man. Don't go straight to the vagina and the breasts. Caress her entire body. Give her massages. When you do then go to the genital areas. You need to find out what kind of touch to the breasts she likes. Be careful because if you're squeezing too hard, she might not like you touching her breasts. What does she like? Some women actually do express it. They don't like any kind of breast touch at all. And that might be something to work through and get some help on. However, most women will say it's more the type of touch they don't like. And that includes to the vagina. You can actually go listen to a sexual touch um, uh, broadcast that I do in quite vivid detail, uh, again, on my website. But yes, you need to pay attention to and find out from her what type of touch she likes to the vulva area. These Those are very sensitive areas of the body. Very, um, the, very light touch is generally needed until she requests a stronger touch. So the main thing that men usually need to hear is go light and go slow and use something that makes the touch enjoyable, like some kind of oil or lubricant. So basically, follow her direction. As far as making sex more enjoyable for her is what does your wife need? What does she want? As far as in the area of touch, you're going to need to let her educate you. And then I did somewhat mention, this is the uh, another point I want to make, is that initiating sexually can be something that your wife might need. So that's when a wife feels like she's the only one that initiates or that she has the higher sexual drive, the higher libido. And so if a husband actually isn't the one to initiate, women will often express to me that they feel that their husband is not attracted to them, that their body is not attractive if their husband isn't initiating sexually. There's something wrong with them sexually or something wrong with their bodies. So, so men, if you have a lower sexual drive, initiating says, I'm thinking about you. I'm wanting you. I'm, I'm wanting to engage with you sexually. I find you sexually attractive. So really pay attention to that. And then either direction, whoever has the higher drive, husband's if you plan sexual times and you make them special, which I did mention earlier, this is going to go a long way. So show her, you know, by your initiation that you want her, that you find her attractive. You know, this is out of Song of Songs, chapter two, verse 10, where it's where the lover says to the beloved, arise, come with me. So, you know, he's taking the initiation there and he's showing his desire by starting that time together. So think ahead. Planning will often make a wife feel special. Take the opportunity to, you know, do thoughtful things, to show your thoughtfulness by adding some special things to your time together. And not just during sex, but also during dates. And this ties into the last thing I want to just emphasize uh, today. And that is, what does your wife need? <laughs> I cannot emphasize this enough. Dates, dates, dates. 
take her out, go have fun, go have fun, go have fun. You know, in general, wives need a lot of socially fun, enjoyable time together outside of the home without children. And you might have to be super creative with that, but the impact that that has on the marital sexual relationship can't be measured. That you are planning the time, that you are initiating the time, that you are working out the child care, that you are um, thinking about what she enjoys. I, I've had couples where they've taken turns planning a date every week. In other words, the husband plans one week, the wife plans the next week, the and they go back and forth planning and they don't tell each other what they're going to do. They just kind of surprise them and consider doing something like that. There are different ways that you can get creative. There's, ah, I'm not remembering the title, but it's 50 Date Nights in a Van or something like that. So there are books out there. You can also go on to the Gottman website. Gottman is a researcher in Seattle, and he has a couple different card decks that you can actually um, have some communication around what kind of dates that you like and what kind of times you enjoy together. You can also read the His Needs, Her Needs, which has a whole section on recreational companionship. And let me tell you, if, if you're a wife listening to this, there's a lot of husbands that will say, we just don't do enough shoulder to shoulder time together. So Within uh, their book, uh, Harley's book, actually, His Needs, Her Needs, he does this checklist. Well, this is out of the Five Steps to Romantic Love workbook that goes along with the Five Steps book, the His Needs, Her Needs book. But he goes through a, a checklist where you put a number to it, either negative three to positive three on different events or different um, fun things to enjoy together and, and would you rate it positively and negatively and so the husband and wife do their lists separately and then you compare them and you find out did you get any high ratings on any one thing and my husband and I did this together a while ago a number of years ago when we were doing a dynamic marriage group together and we filled out our lists and then we compared them and tried to see what were the high rates on what we like to do. And we found out that ballroom dancing was high on our list. And so we called the YMCA, signed up for a ballroom dancing class. And oh my goodness, that was so much fun. So doing that kind of honestly, just a practical look at what you enjoy doing together can really rejuvenate your overall relationship, and definitely your sexual relationship. So husbands, and actually, if you want that list, it's available online. And if you want the link for that, you can just ask me for it, jenniferconson at yahoo.com, and I'll send you the link, and you can find that list, or you can buy their book and, and go through it. So men, dates, dates, dates. She needs a lot of them. All right, enough said. Husbands, find out what your wife needs. This is Dr. Jennifer Conson with The Art of Intimate Marriage. Thank you for joining us for The Art of Intimate Marriage. Now, let's be real. This is not a typical radio program, and we know it generates questions. If you have one you'd like Dr. Conson to address here on air, email her at jenniferconson at yahoo.com. Conson is spelled K-O-N-Z-E-N, jenniferconson at yahoo.com. We hope today's program was beneficial to you. And if you agree this unique voice should be on the air, your donations will help keep it there. To give or to get more information about the ministry, Dr. Kanzen's Center for Sexuality in San Diego, or to get more resources for improving intimacy in marriage, visit us on the web at theartofintimatemarriage.com. 
And for more on experiencing the marriage God designed, join us this same time next week for The Art of Intimate Marriage.